Wanna know where is my tool bucket? Who took it from me? Broke into my house that night and stole from me. Using a blowtorch is quite insanity. Then got a rock and threw it through the window, the back door window. Snuck into the house that foolish bucket full. Took it to the pawn shop to get money. Need your hands here now. Hey, dude, man. Coolest thing around. Got my show now. You're my hands right now. This is Adam Sheffield. Welcome to American Heritage Center Radio, home of the Property Therapy and Talent Development Program. Welcome to the Property Therapy Show. Recorded live from the American Heritage Center. Property therapy is where you take care of property and it takes care of you. Welcome to the show. We got a, uh, we're going to talk some news events and then we're going to talk with a man who's making the news. John Higginbotham, founder and CEO of God's Bucket Brigade. And uh, then I'm going to sing a song that my dad wrote, The Ballad of the Magical Moss. So let's just jump right into the news uh, news events. Uh, the landslide for, uh, for Newsom in California. Um, two-thirds of businesses around the world struggling to hire. Uh, AOC wears her tax the rich dress. And the local news here is uh, John's uh, a mouse eating the water line on his uh, refrigerator. And then mine is uh, going to pick and pull today uh, from the dog breaking the window of my sister's cars. Pulling parts there. So we'll start for the landslide for, for uh, Newsom in California. He is, um, they're having the recall election, and Gavin Newsom is all but certain to hold on to his governorship in today's recall election and surviving a profligate and preposterous Republican challenge that put a brief scare into the Democratic establishment. This is uh, the, the, media's version of what occurred. There's a lot of discontent and a lot of the people of enterprise, small businesses, they've gone mm-hmm. from yeah. California. They voted with their feet. <laughs> they voted with their feet. They're now coming. They're going to Texas or they're coming here to the United or to, to the center of the, of the country. And, uh, and we have this at A1 Zion Realty. We're uh, working with clients that are just fed up with the nonsense going on in the coasts. And uh, so we have a, a lot of, uh, and an agent that uh, got her uh, broker's license, or is getting her salesperson license from California, and she's now with us. And so this is much uh, ink has been spilled about the race, and um, there it, but it turns out to be a, a landslide, or looks like it's going to be a landslide for, for uh, Newsom. But uh, he 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 uh, sure bought off a lot of the. Giving out lots of sugar pops and candies, a lot of free candy and ice cream. <laughs> so the so that's the the landslide for Newsom, and then the next story is the two thirds of businesses around the world are struggling to hire. B- businesses around the world want to hire, but face a similar di- dilemma: attracting workers. And mm-hmm. a survey of forty five thousand employers across forty three countries. Showed 69% of employers reported difficulty filling roles, and this is a 15-year high. And continued talent shortages means many businesses are prioritizing retaining and training workers with skills they need to succeed as the 
economy recover recovery continues. But this is an example of when the businesses don't have the talent that they need, the the government is starts taking over the economic sector. Mm-hmm. You know, and this new uh, vaccine mandate for employers of over a hundred people is not going to help the situation either. But you know what I heard they're going to do is uh, if you got like one hundred and five employees, you just find five that's been vaccinated and you lay them off. <laughs> that was actually a joke that I, one of those joke memes that I saw was kind of kind of funny. <laughs> right. So this is this is an example of the the government uh, taking control of the mm. property and the means of production, which is a, which is socialism. But uh, we want to see we and we bring alive the faith orientation sector of the society to help meet these social safety nets. Saying the government doesn't have to be involved here. And this is where uh, John Higginbotham comes into play here with the God's Bucket Brigade, and we're going to talk with him about that. And uh, this is, we want to encourage people to make the most of themselves. Like at the barbecues we have every Sunday here at the American Heritage Center at 3.30. So come on, get some uh, awesome meat, some chicken, some beef patties. um, uh, Everything. Sunday at 3.30 here at the American Heritage Center, the Make the Most of Yourself Barbecues. We just finished the stage. Yeah, yeah. Looks, looking good. Yeah. It's a 16-foot by 10-foot stage. So we put people on there. We're going to make the most of yourself barbecues, sharing their stories, their, their talents, their insights mm-hmm. um, to, to life to motivate and inspire our, our uh, community. Um, okay, so in addition to the landslide for Newsom and two-thirds of businesses struggling to hire. Then we have the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is um, making a a, um, splash for herself with her her tax-the-rich dress. So she's persecuting minorities. That makes her feel strong. Mm -hmm. The people that are trying to make something of themselves, let's persecute them. That makes us feel strong because we can pick on them, right? They're the minor, the minor, minority, and the people, the people in this country that are trying to make something in themselves. But the, the uh, often people like her and her, um, and we talk about this on the show is that we understand the desire when people uh, or entities uh, get successful and get larger and larger, and the desire to go after them. But if you're going to go after them, you take those means and funds to. S- to fund the small businesses. Mm-hmm. Don't fund all these other machines. Keep it in the house of enterprise. If you're going to go after the big enterprise, keep it in the small enterprise. And then let yeah. the people that don't, don't fund the people that are, you know, smoking the dope on the, sitting on the couch, you know, that, that are not, they don't have a, a purpose or meeting the needs of humanity with a passion. That we, we, we want to see people meeting the needs of humanity with a passion. We want to see pe- people involved being atlas produ- producers and not just consumers. Like we, there's that quote that you have at your church, John, mm. being a producer, not just a consumer. Mm. That's an important thing. Like CBP Meets, Christ Building People Meets, are uh, one of our sponsors for the show. Christ Building People Meets, they're the best meat in the Midwest. Give uh, Shannon a call. And get some great beef and great chicken or whatever you want. Or go have your, uh, your 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 meats processed. Right, have your meats processed. If you got deer meat, cows. Mm. If you're a farmer or you're hunting, the the uh, hunting season's coming on. The bow hunting um, in October and in, in uh, later this month, 
and call 913-602-5254. And this is Christ Building People Meets. They have a location in Hell, Missouri and in North Kansas City. And call them again at 913-602-5254. They're one of our sponsors of the Make the Most of Yourself Barbecues here at the American Heritage Center. And so we we also have on the, the news events here, in addition to AOC taxing the rich, businesses struggling to hire the landslide in California, we have a, a, a local news here as the uh, um, John's uh, Rental House, um, my, a mouse yeah, I had another uh, unique issue here in one of my rentals. Uh, they got a little mouse behind the fridge, and you know you have that little plastic uh, water line that goes to the ice maker, and the the uh, the water valve that runs up through the front door. If you have a good fridge, anyways, um, he chewed on that thing just enough to get it spraying out a little bit of water. And uh, my tenant called me and said, "Hey, you know, there's a funny sound coming from back there." And it was it was a few hours before I could make it over there, and she said, "You know, there's a little, little water." coming out of the bottom so i pulled it out and the water sprayed all over the uh the valves that run the ice maker and the uh the water that comes through the door and uh got just enough water on those that it shorted out the the circuit board that operates those valves <laughs> so here's uh, a problem where you don't solve the first issue and it, and it just snowballs and just causes you more problems you know when you, when you see a mouse you know set some traps put out some poison <laughs> do what you need to do before he finds find some wires or <laughs> yeah. or a plastic pipe to chew on you know i always believe in uh, solving problems when you can and not when you have to those mice have uh really strong teeth they've been known to even chew in inside into through concrete to mm -hmm. the co concrete silos for farmers mm -hmm. and they'll, <laughs> they they'll do a number on electrical wires you know yeah. probably just anything that's been handled or might have a little bit of grease on it they'll just start chewing on it you know so behind a fridge like next to a stove you're gonna have some some you know food leftovers or some grease you know probably on those lines back there so that fridge needed some therapy didn't it definitely yeah <laughs> so that's one of the issues the ne that would be a negative property therapy issue mm -hmm. this that that's a new one that we've had as a vermin attack we've we've, <laughs> we've talked about mob violence we yeah. talked about last week uh go ghosts and haunting of properties with a uh, paranormal investigator and uh, we've talked about um like break-ins and thefts, like the theme song for the show is uh, "Want to Know Where Is My Tool Bucket? Who took mm -hmm. it from me? Or they broke into my house and stole from me? They took my beloved tool bucket." So that would be the net. That that would be an issue of theft that needs some therapy. Mm -hmm. That's my my pro tip for the day: is if you see that first ant, roach, or mouse, get you know do do something right then and there. You know, spray, uh, put some put some uh, roach powder down, or some of those sticky traps, or, or something. Because if you see one. Of any any of those things, I guarantee you're going to run into to some problems. And the, the longer you wait, it's just going to be worse. So, so this the is sooner the better. It leads to the second local story, which would be another uh, story of animals breaking property. <laughs> would be the dog breaking the window in the car, <laughs> my sister's heard, car. The dog upstairs heard his cue. Did you hear that? <laughs> I just heard, heard one in the distance. <laughs> So my, uh, I went to Pick and Pull today. We'll give them a shout out. Pick and Pull uh, here in Independence. It's a salvage yard. You, and um, they, uh, my sister's uh, car had, uh, she takes care of dogs. And a rowdy dog was in the car and broke the window wow. of the car. And the, the owner bought, bought a new window for her, but didn't uh, pay for the installation. Mm -hmm. So I went to Pick and Pull and I had to get, 
the uh, hardware inside the door to fix the window to get it going again. And then I pulled also the seat belt, pulled a seat belt out for her car, a new seat belt. Or, and I had to pull the seat, actual seat out of the mm-hmm. car to get to the seat belt <laughs> clip. And then one of the buttons on the passenger side window needed a new button. So I pulled that out on the Buick Rendezvous. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I got to use my Spanish on talking to the mm-hmm. property yeah. therapist in the yard at Pick and Pull. And um, and I've been using Duolingo on my cell phone. So, uh, estoy aprendiendo mi español. Estoy aprendiendo español uh, con Rosetta Stone y, y uh, Duolingo en mi celular. So, that's I'm learning Spanish with Rosetta Stone on my computer and Duolingo in mi celular. So, this is I'm on my cell phone. So this is something, the huge outreach for property to the property therapists in the Latino community. We're so proud of you, and we want to reach you with American heritage. Help us preserve what made you want to come here. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, let's preserve whatever that is. Let's not repeat, you know, what made you want to flee where you came from. Let's mm-hmm. preserve what we have here. It's huge. It's muy importante. Idioma español es muy importante. Uh, idioma, that's the Spanish language, is a very important language. And um, so that is the property therapies, the local stories of here in this, uh, for John and I, for a little bit of contract <laughs> Olympics. And so we have here in the studio John Higginbotham. He's the founder and CEO of God's Bucket Brigade. So we've talked about some news events. And uh, now here's the man that's making the news. That's and awesome. he, he has his uh, God's Bucket Brigade, a nonprofit. He's the CEO and founder, and it provides personal necessities and buckets to people, right? That's correct. Yeah. And um, so tell us what, again, what God's Bucket Brigade is. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Adam. And uh, basically, God's Bucket Brigade is a 501c3 nonprofit. Uh, we provide uh, services to uh, homeless and uh, impoverished communities in the area as well as other parts of the country. Um, and the way we do that is by having five-gallon buckets filled with personal necessities, such as bottled water, toilet paper, snack bags, hygiene kits, uh, hand sanitizer, wet wipes, things like that that they would need on a kind of a regular basis um, as they live uh, in camps and on the streets. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting is the talent harbor aspect the preser- the pres- preservation of property is this bucket yeah which is for when you're homeless that's an a, a issue of retention of your property protection and preservation of your property that's correct so this is a this is an interesting element to it that makes this part of the property it really works into the property therapy show because mm-hmm. you have the stewardship of that bucket and the preservation in it like preservation of the contents of the, the contents of the property in the bucket, yeah and that's how it's utilized as a tool, even, within the communities. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that. So you, okay, so we, we uh, how did you get the idea behind God's Bucket Brigade? Basically, that came as a dream, <laughs> is, is exactly mm-hmm. how it came back in the uh, summer of 2014. Um, and then visions came after that um, as to what it was and how it was supposed to be implemented. Tell me the dream. You want to know the dream. Absolutely. All right, Adam, here we go. Let's hear the dream. Very simplistic dream. Uh, 
initially it was at night. Obviously, the dreams happened that way. And um, there was a five-gallon bucket in my head, white five-gallon bucket. And the next thing that happens in the dream is I get dropped into an inner city, urban core uh, type environment, like a downtown Kansas City. And uh, I'm by myself walking the streets. And uh, I come across uh, some people that had five-gallon buckets. I don't interact with them. I don't communicate with them. I just observe and see what they're doing. Um, they're just carrying these buckets. And I continue walking the, the city and I come into this uh, intersection and on this intersection there were just stacks of five gallon buckets surrounding me. And I look to the right down the street and there's people lined up as far as I can see. And I start to hand out these buckets one by one. Mm-hmm. And until all the buckets were gone and all the people were served. Um, still not communicating with anyone. I'm just doing the deed. Um, it's like that project got done, that assignment got done, and I continue uh, walking the, the city, and I start to see uh, people sitting in circles on these buckets. And I see a gentleman, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I see a gentleman get off the one of his buckets, uh, the bucket he was sitting on, and he pops the lid on the bucket and start to pull out personal belongings out of this bucket. And that's the first time I noticed that these were homeless people mm-hmm. that were living on the streets of this urban core inner city environment. Again, no communication, no involvement, but it, this is just through all observation as to what this was and what these buckets were being used for. So I continue walking. It's starting to get dark, and um, I come to this intersection, and there's this high-rise building on my right-hand side, and I look up at the to- top of this building, and there's this red neon sign that said, God's Bucket Brigade, and then bingo, dream over. That was the dream. Wow. Pretty, pretty vivid. Pretty <laughs> yeah, vivid. it really was. That's pretty clear. Uh, yeah. So that that right there is um, what brings to my mind is the dreams that the they had in the scriptures. The prophets had dreams, mm-hmm. um, visions, right. like uh, the dream Mary and um, Joseph were warned in a dream not to return to where they came from, but to flee. Right. <laughs> so they went down to Egypt That's and right. fleed, and uh, we wouldn't have know about Jesus if they hadn't to follow the dream, right? That's true. And so the dream, I mean, you can have. That's what what led me and inspired me to write the the closing credits song on this show. It's called Dreamscape, and mm. uh, it helps you realize is when you're doing property therapy, and this would be property therapy, your property, the nonprofit, yeah. taking care of the issues like issues. So some of the issues that you have, if you, it, it, once you do your property therapy, it realizes your dreams. So the dream, the last closing credits song is it's an electronic piano and very dreamy sounding called Dreamscape. Okay. And uh, but the Holy Ghost will resonate. I mean, you can interpret dreams in various ways, in literal ways or, or metaphorical ways, etc. But the the Holy Ghost will resonate with you um, that there's something to be had here if there's something of eternal nature or something to guide you in your life. That's what the Holy Ghost does. That's exactly right. You know, they'll resonate with you. And they'll also the Holy Ghost will also give you stupor of thought. Sometimes it's like p- trying to push two ends of a magnet together, like, it just doesn't <laughs> fit, you know? And that, and, some, right. and, and the Holy Ghost, he, he can also make it not uh, rewarding what you're trying to do or for some reason it's just – and it's because he's, he's channeling you in another way, you know? 
And uh, so that led you to uh, what led you though to, in addition to the dreams, you said that developing the spiritual reserves. Let's talk about that. Right. That's necessary. Yeah, sure. Um, they call yeah. it in the law the condition precedent, the, the spiritual precedent. condition precedent. There you go to fill the the water, the well of water within your soul. What was that? Exactly. What it, that happened over years, actually. In that dream that I just told you about, I didn't share that dream with anybody for almost three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Didn't share it with a soul. And so there was a time of, I know what was happening, God was working on me during that time as to, okay, release this at some point. And Mm -hmm. that point was in a coffee shop in Lee Summit with a total stranger in December of 17 um, is when I told that dream to the very first person. And long story short on that person, um, come to find out, not in the initial meeting, but through time, uh, he was a missionary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spoke that dream out to him. And at the end of that dream of explaining that to him, he asked this question, what are you going to do about it? And it was very poignant for me to hear that from him. Because, and my next response to him is, what do you mean, what am I going to do about it? And so what he did, the, his response to that was, that's your call. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, my next question to him was, what do you mean that's my call? And then for the next 30 minutes, he explained what, why he thought that was the call on my life. Mm-hmm. So that was when the ball started rolling mm-hmm. as to, okay, there, there's some real depth to this thing. There's some real meaning to this thing. And that's what we call FTS, follow the spirit like we have in our like in rings. rings at the American Heritage Center. Give us a call. Go on to the website and uh, get your order your property therapy your uh, FTS rings on uh, ahczion.net. We've got our gift shop now going on the awesome. on uh, ahczion.net. And uh, this reminds me of the FTSs. My, when we started, my dad started the Public Awareness Advocacy Mission, our mission for America. God, pro- he was walking down the streets. It was in Utah or Salt Lake somewhere. And he saw a man, he was performing... Uh, I don't know, like a brass instrument, a French horn in the streets. And the Lord just told, he said, notice this. The Lord put it in in his heart, notice this. And he just couldn't, it just got in his soul. Mm -hmm. And then he had a prompting, go here, and and he ended up um, at uh, the Peace Corps office. Notice this. And the Lord, he could tell you this, like, notice this. Like, you know, to observe this. And and, uh, the elements, when he did his street mission for 20 years, Going out, he would perform on the streets, the classical guitar, brilliant guitarist. And we're going to do one of his songs on the show, um, The Magical Ballad of the Magical Moss. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it was FTS. So, so his mission, it was uh, involved in mu- musical ministry. And then he, when they, people would stop, you know, and that's what that is. It causes people to stop so, and it like mm-hmm. opens up when you give them the bucket. That's exactly them saw, right. And it opens up a door so you can share the spiritual message, which we call the leaven of heaven. Yes. You see? And so when people would stop they, and listen to his music on the streets, and then he would share the leaven of heaven and the bookmark of quotations. If you, if you don't have your bookmark of quotations, get yours. Go on to ahczion.net. It's a powerful bookmark of quotations we need to do an episode where just reading the quotes mm-hmm. of the bookmark of quotations mm-hmm. just what powerful there's some over there we'll get you one um okay. john and um but these quotes i mean this is the leaven of heaven there's there's nothing that they 
really can motivate people other than the leaven of having the eternal perspective. Right. You know, you can force people like we've tried to force people in uh, Afghanistan for 20 years and trillions, wow. one trillion. It was to the tune of something like $120 million a day that we spend mm-hmm. over there on average. Think about that. I mean, think about that. If we, if we help small businesses here yes. in the United States with that, $120 million a day for the small businesses, you know, think if we had done that for the small, but so, but, mm. it, but the faith, we tried to do it just by the point, like with, with our um, military might without addressing the faith orientation issues. Right. And uh, we've talked about this on the show that Judeo Christianity is conducive to democracy because there's 56,000 denominations in the, in the house of, of uh, Israel, which is Judeo-Christian thesis, there's 50, thousands and thousands of denominations out there. They all have their superpowers, right. their interpretation, da 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 yeah. But it, with Islam, there's two main things, the Sunni and the Shia. And there's not much that, that uh, it, and it's not, and if you come and like come with a different interpretation, they come and get you, like come and try to you know, hack your head mm-hmm. and come a- come after you, and and they uh, and, and so, but the but that's not what how you function in a democracy, which allows others to think that's differently right. than you. And when you're not, if you don't have that and address the issues of faith orientation, which we didn't do, mm-hmm. the, all these people that in, in Afghanistan, all this time we should have been having philosophical conversations, f- uh, co- talking to them the whole time. Not just try to train their military might, but try to cha- address the philosophical underpinnings of their psyche. Because yeah. you think that we pull away that, that it's going to stop? No, they're going to. We're gonna, we've now we're going to have another 9/11. It's just a matter of time. You think that we just we pulled away? We, we did our what we're going to do? Uh-uh. If we didn't, we didn't address the phil- philosophical underpinnings. That the the Prince of Peace, when it's not in your theology, because this world's a bloody mess. The Prince of Peace must be in your theology to help clean this up. Otherwise, you're just going to be keep playing King of the Dome the whole, to- the whole time. So these are issues of the faith orientation um, that are so important, and that's why we're having the Restoration Summit with a lot of different restor. We're going to be having this. Uh, and tentatively in November 12th, 13th, and 14th, and for uh, denomination restoration denominations from all over the country are beginning to be coming to the American Heritage Center on, on um, in the gathering on the outdoor stage that we've built. Mm-hmm. And but here is so let's get back though, though, with John Higginbotham. We have who does the uh, where does God's um, bucket brigade serve here? Right here, here locally in Kansas City is the, the whole metropolitan area, but primarily on the streets and, and within uh, homeless camps. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um, it has been expanding in other parts of the country. We've served in North, North Dakota, Louisiana, out in Nevada. Uh, we'll be going to L.A. in November. Uh, so it's starting to grow outside of the local communities here um, as well. So Kansas, Missouri, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is there short, long, or long-term help for those you serve? Yeah, what what the essence of what God's Bucket Brigade do, we, we provide those personal necessities that I had mentioned. And then mm-hmm. uh, as we develop relationships with the people on the streets and in camps, um, we understand what their needs are, and then we try to identify and help those with those needs, which 
then I connect them and we connect them with resources and services that they may need, whether it be shelter, whether it be food, whether it be, you know, drug treatment, whether it be health care, whether it be transportation, ID services, whatever it may be. We connect them to the, the resources. So we're kind of a conduit, if you will, connector uh, mm-hmm. here locally as well. Mm-hmm. So what kind of uh, you said personal necessities in the buckets? Yeah, what, what those personal necessities um, basically include things uh, like a blanket, um, toilet paper, water bottles. Uh, there's a snack bag that's built uh, that has per, uh, like peanut butter crackers, Slim Jims, uh, chewy granola bars. Then there's a hygiene kit that has toothbrush, toothpaste, uh, body wash, shampoo, things like that. Um, then there's uh, hand sanitizer, wet wipes. Uh, there's a long handle lighter in there. There's a flashlight. Um, things that they would need kind of on a consistent, regular basis, you know, mm-hmm. just and, to get by. Uh, and you said so. Uh, you put a Bible in there, too? There's a Bible as well. It's an I Am Second, yeah, New Testament Bible that mm-hmm. we provide as well. Mm-hmm. Where does uh, the God's Bucket Brigade find the workers and volunteers? Um, a lot of it's word of mouth nowadays. Um, people can go to the website and actually sign up to volunteer um, with the organization that way. Um, through uh, church organizations, uh, companies have done outreach uh, projects with us as well, organizations that way, um, you know, uh, youth groups, uh, sports groups, things like that. So there's a number of ways that people volunteer and serve. Uh-huh. Now, do you go out with Team Jesus sometimes and distribute these buckets? Yeah, that's, that's interesting you bring that up, Adam, because one of the growth uh, models of, of GBB will be through partnerships and collaboration, and Team Jesus is one of those that, that we partner with. And uh, go out and serve in communities as well, mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. That's right. So this, I mean, this is so important. Uh, what you're doing to give people hope. That's exactly right. You know, and um, that's part of our mission statement is to to bless and love the homeless and less fortunate with help for today and hope for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that's the essence of who we are and what we do. That's what the 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 uh, spiritual orientation, the faith orientation aspect of it mm-hmm. is. It helps to. Uh, ha- have an eternal perspective to hang in there, you know? That's right. And um, how can someone find out more about the God's Bucket Brigade? There's a couple of ways. Number one, there's the website itself, uh, which is www.godsbucketbrigade.org. And then there's also a Facebook page um, under the same name, God's Bucket Brigade. And those are two ways that you can find out more. Um, they can also contact me directly at john at godsbucketbrigade.org um, if they want to have a more personal uh, communication. So I like this. So when you talked about in your dream, not only were they eating things, but they were using it to sit on. Right. So it was had a food preservation and then also had a utilitarian function. Mm-hmm. Yeah, storage and you got furniture. You got storage furniture. That's furniture. exactly right, John. <laughs> storage and furniture. Yeah. Right. Right. Keeps so, things dry as well. And sealed. Uh, yeah. And you can also use a bucket as a musical instrument if you just get some drumsticks. That's uh, exactly There's street right. performers that uh, make, yeah, good, right. make some money uh, drumming yeah. the drumming Five-gallon buckets, right? Mm-hmm. So storage is, again, that's a huge issue for homeless people is storing their belongings. Yes. And, I, you know, I, I, you think about it. How many people, homeless people, have you seen with buckets? Yeah. And, and just try I don't to, have yeah. seen any of them. Try, yeah. try to keep your stuff dry when it's raining without something yeah, with a lid yeah, on it. With a backpack or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it just gets yeah. soaked, I imagine. Yeah, they do. Because they, they really like to get like new socks. Cause socks are a big piece. Yeah, yeah. When, when the feet get wet and those socks get wet and then on a cold night, 
That's when they really need those uh, fresh, clean socks. Is it, they get those yeah, in they the get those in the bucket as well, yeah, John. That's awesome. Yeah, you bet. Yep. We'll need to do a uh, bucket review. Are there, are there specific <laughs> yeah, buckets that you found? <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed like all the paint on all those like the the blue and orange buckets from the from the stores uh, all come from that, that one. It starts with an L. Yeah, it's that that L that L store, but that's not where we get Ooh, our buckets. So yeah, we won't, <laughs> not, not them. We, we use white five gallon buckets. That, that's what we use. They have they have the buckets. There are different types of buckets too. Mm. The buckets that are for like long term food storage buckets. Yeah, it's a different caliber. The prepper. There is the <laughs> prepper bucket. The gauge, the gauge of the plastic mm, is yeah. is right. Yeah, these the buckets we use actually are for food safe. Um, if you know that you can put food in them and they'll be they'll be safe in that. And uh, I imagine the the food storage buckets also have to be a thicker gauge to keep it from mice. <laughs> that, mice yeah, keep food. the mice out of it exactly. <laughs> mm. huh? But and also for them to to hold the weight when they set on them, you know. Yeah. We put a thinner lid on as well. It's easier to take on and yeah, off. Yeah, that, that was the other question. <laughs> uh, it's like a hand exercise trying to get that lid off that's sometimes. That's right. That's right. You get the so, paint, those paint buckets, they get stuck, man. Yeah, pro- you know. The property therapy world, it's, it's so fascinating when you get into the, the uh, property therapy issues surrounding property. In this case, would be buckets. Yes. You know? And uh, I, th- I think it, it, it intrigues me more than <laughs> so many things. Um, so th- we've talked about the long-term, short-term help. Where does the God's Bucket Brigade serve in several states and here in the KC Metro? Right. Where you got the idea for your ex- the, for the God's Bucket Brigade was through a dream. Fantastic. Yeah. And let's talk about how can you someone uh, – and then we talked about where you can find help, you know, about info about God's Bucket Brigade on godsbucketbrigade.org. Yes, that's correct. And how is God's Bucket Brigade supported? Um, currently, it's supported my, primarily through individual contributions. Uh, we have some grant um, opportunities that we've uh, been awarded um, over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, some corporations and companies, uh, as well as churches. So mm-hmm. those are the probably the four primary ways right now that's being supported. Yeah, let's, let's not tax the rich anymore let's let's just find guys like john here who are putting this money to good use because you know when it goes to the government it just do, does not get used in appropriately yeah this this efficient of a manner yeah so the the faith orientation groups are what can uh, give people the purpose and meaning in their life and exactly uh, the as far as giving uh, info, like giving and sponsoring these faith organizations, this is allowable under the law. Right. And um, because it's like paying, it's like companies paying. This is litigate. They, they talked about this. We talked about this in law school. They, there was a case that's saying, uh, well, they used the case that's saying paying, it would be like someone paying a wage to somebody and then they go and buy a Bible with it. So you're going to say you can't pay religious people, you can't hire religious people because they're going to go and buy a Bible, huh? Uh-uh. No, and so we, we talk about this, and this is so important that our Constitution said it was, a, it was a ratified in the year of our Lord. It doesn't say the year of the Darwin God. That's right. No, the year of our Lord. It says in the Constitution. The Constitution is not a religiously neutral document. And, uh, and so it comes from, and then it in our Declaration of Independence, we are endowed by our Creator with inalienable rights. 
that cannot be severed from you. Right. And so when you charge and rehabilitate the faith orientation sector of society, it pulls away the state socialist where you, you bloats the, the government taking all, like, ceding you all the, like, doing you a favor, a privilege. It's a, your rights are a privilege. No, a right is not a privilege. The right, you know, f- the right to control your destiny. That's, that's right. so precious. So precious. And so the faith orientation, this is why these regimes, these totalitarian regimes, they have to attack. Like China, mm-hmm. they send these, all these people in the gulags, the faith orientation, because the government's the god. That's right. You get your meaning from the government. No, that's not how we do it here in the United States. We let people have the freedom of their conscience, you see? That's right. And um, so we we want that. We want to help encourage that and um, like removing liability for faith orientation organizations that are involved in the social safety net to encourage more of this, what yeah. you're doing. We want more of this. That's right. I'm telling you, because these people, more than physical, they, they need spiritual. spiritual. That's like exactly a spiritual. Right. And, and then we talked about the denomination. It's Everybody's got their different denominations and their <laughs> interpretations and definitions for this and that. But like the relationship with the Lord, like the FTS, mm-hmm. that's as real as it gets. That's resonates in your soul it does you know and we i mean we want to encourage and that's the property therapy show we want to encourage people to when they retire don't retire to the golf course at the carnival line retire to one of these faith Faith orientation ministries Mm -hmm. and start living for the first time in your life that's right get out of the rat race and start living for the first time in your life is like the the aerial perspective in your life you know, mm-hmm. and so you can get your property therapy, and and there's there's just so much, and, you, and we're featuring this more and more of this property therapy ministries that are going on here in the heartland of America. There's a lot, like coffee shops that are blended with um, faith orientation, or um, mm-hmm. auto shops like Savior Auto blend yes. with car, you know, property therapy on cars, on and on and on. We want more, yes, more of this. Yeah. And um, so how can, how can uh, someone get involved with God's Bucket Brigade? Yeah, there's a number of ways based on uh, what, what you'd like to desire. Some people get involved uh, basically on a volunteer basis, you know, where they come out and build buckets, you know, for us to take out on the streets and so forth. Uh, some people get involved just by collecting donations, the, the items that go in the bucket. Um, they collect items uh, for us to use in the buckets. And then there's uh, the obvious one uh, as far as financial contributions, donating that way. Uh, there are many people I've found that uh, don't necessarily want to serve physically, but they want to serve financially um, and help help the mission that way. So those mm-hmm. are the there, three primary There's something for ways. everybody. It's, yeah, there is. No matter what your skill level is or just financially, they can find a way to help you out. That's right. That's right, John. Where do you see God's Bucket Brigade going in the future? Uh, just continued growth in, into other areas. Um, there's been interest uh, mainly through social media and word of mouth uh, mm-hmm. from other cities around the nation. Um, even I've had uh, people from the UK reach out to me through social media um, and say, how could we do GBB 
in our communities. Mm-hmm. So uh, it will continue to grow and expand um, as God so leads. Important. So yeah. important. Yeah. The stewardship element of property, no, no matter where you're at. That's right. There's property that you can take care of, whether it's just the clothes on your back, you know. Yeah. In this case, it would be the buckets. Which mm-hmm. has so it's, many. It's just like our friend Carl Wu. When you, when you see something that's yeah, working, when you, we see something that's working that well, how can you not want to be a, a part of that and and mm-hmm. contribute to it? You know, either with your own skills or, or financially, just knowing that that that's going to be used in, in a perfect way. You know, right. other than you know, when the government tries to do, do these things, they just come up short so many times, just with all the uh, red tape and the bureaucracy right. involved. You, you know, here's a guy who's got pictures right on. I'm, I'm on the. Uh, Guys, bucketbrigade.org site right now. I see you went to Vegas and uh, spent some time in the tunnels. Yeah, in the tunnels out there in June. Yeah, which is, I've watched a lot of the, the YouTube videos of the guys make documentaries down there, and it's 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 like a whole city unto itself down it there. Is. It's, it's, uh, There's about a thousand people living underground in Vegas, mm-hmm. and they have to uh, like clear out when when it rains really hard because of the desert climate uh, it, it causes floods. floods. Yeah, in these yeah. tunnels, so it's yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, don't, I don't spend a lot of time watching movies and things. I I, I focus on what happens on in, in real life, and I've I've seen all the interviews with the people, and they're, they're they they have their own rules and mm-hmm. things that they live by. It's, it's a community. It's organized. Yeah, it is. It's really yeah. A, so we want to see the 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 government helping people with property therapy, helping them get ed- education, motivation, linking with uh, faith orientation organizations mm-hmm. that are doing uh, part of the social safety net. So this is so important. So it is. Important. Well, there's, is that Pastor C? I see his hat. It's Pastor C right there. He, yeah. he was a guest on our show a while back. Yeah. Okay. Right. He was, that same hat was, was right there. I'm like, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, that was the Las Vegas rescue mission back in October. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. They went out with me. So the, so here, so the um, unity center is here in independence. That's and right. It as a denom- it's pan-denominational and uh, so it's a converted school building, right? That's right. Yeah, it's and an old was, elementary it was, school. It was donated by the restoration, one of the restoration churches here. Mm-hmm. In the, and the restoration, when we use that term restoration, it would it's descriptive of the uh, one of the faith orientations and the denominations that was developed in the United States, which in this case would be out of the restoration, meaning the uh, through the the um, Joseph Smith and uh, and all the different denominations that come out of that. There's something like sixty or seventy of them <laughs> denominations. And uh, but again, you have freedom of conscience. That's right. To 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 believe in what uh, and whatnot. There's all sorts of ways you can interpret the scriptures, and um, like the scripture where Moses talks about the uh, I give unto you this law forever. You know. There's different ways you can interpret that. Say forever for second graders. Second grade is sec- yeah. for forever for second graders. Third grade is second forever for third graders, or mm. forever. That would be in Eternal. a narrow way, right? Or, or or they say forever means forever in an expansive way that practicing the law of Moses and still wearing the uh, phylacteries on your coats or the the beanies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but ultimately, we have our freedom. Of faith orientation and and to believe according to our conscience and with the, where we right. will be account uh, accountable to our Creator, the fruit that it bears in our in our lives ultimately. That's right. If, you know, if you're different from what you were yesterday, that's as real. If you're mm-hmm. more filled with light than you were the day before, 
that's the most, I mean, that's the proof in the pudding. If the spiritual evolution in your life, if you're spiritually transforming as you start bringing in more light, bringing others, inspiring others, motivating others, that's the fruits that that we want. That's the relationship with Christ. Uh-huh. That that uh, is is as real as it gets. That's FTS. Yeah. So get your FTS rings, everybody. <laughs> Follow the spirit. Go on to ahcs.net and uh, get your FTS rings. So it's been incredible. This man, John Higginbotham, is making history. That's right. His God's Bucket Brigade, and it, this is just going to get huge. It is. It is so important. This this stewardship and the and and being able to use. And help people get property that has so many multi functions to it on so mm-hmm. many levels storage, furniture, music instruments. Mm-hmm. That's it, John. I never thought about the music one, but <laughs> we could, seriously, yeah, we yeah. Could start doing that. We'll there's, put them on stage here at the Heritage Center. There, there's the homeless, you know, giving drumming lessons. There's actual we'll street musicians, they'll sit on one, the other one's upside down. They usually have some drumsticks and they actually can manipulate the bucket. And, and change the tone as they play oh, yeah. by, by tilting it sideways. Yeah. And then sometimes they have more than one. And sometimes they're really good. Like you can tell they're trained drummers because they, they have all the stick tricks. and mm-hmm. Or maybe they'll set one on fire and juggle it. You know, it's <laughs> interesting entertainment for a, a street musician that's not really having to have a, a, something like a guitar that would be ruined by the, the rain. Your bucket's going to survive the weather. And you can, you can anywhere. Uh, take it anywhere. Take it back to that tunnel in Vegas and, and you know, so, still have it the next day. So that dovetails into the um, speaking of music, my father's song. So yeah. let's do let's do that. Um, this is a song that he wrote. It's called "Careful." It's a ballad of the magical moss. And um, let's let me explain the lyrics to it. That's a pretty cool picture. Though. So you're praying praying over in there. These 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 people, they probably just break this? down, don't, don't they? they? Do. Like they they do. I, I've seen people fall over just from the spirit. Yeah, breaking them. Was it careful creation or magical moss that brought this great world to be? Which explanation I am at a loss can open our eyes to see? Oh, the Piltdown Man was a missing link, the savants and textbooks said. But it turned out a hoax on erudite folks, evolved from some baboon's head. So the Piltdown Man was a fraud, it was the missing link. And uh, they analyzed it. They did microscopic analyzations of it, and they found out that the the the, the, the man had filed the bones and put them together. He made his own science. <laughs> yeah, he made the missing link. <laughs> and the next verse of this, the ballad of the magical moss, goes: Was it careful creation or magical moss that gave life to you and me? One estimation is certainly dross. Unworthy of minds that see. Now Darrow flayed Brian with unimpeachable anthropological truth. Now disproven it seems a mere lattice of dreams on a pig's, not a human tooth. So do you remember who Clarence Darrow was? The famous atheist uh, attorney in the Scopes of Monkey trial. Let's play that tune again, John. The uh, get it going in the background. So this is we're playing the the mel the uh, the harmony in the background to the song. I'm going to sing it, and I'm explaining to you the lyrics of the word of the song. It really makes you think. And this is was written by by my dad, and it's from his book poems on purpose. The the score to it, and uh, but 
Clarence Darrow was the famous atheist um, attorney in Scope's Monkey Trial, and he put forth as evidence, uh, uh, unimpeachable anthropological evidence of evolution. Uh, it was a tooth with a famous uh, cusp pattern that uh, only humans had, um, the Y cusp pattern. And uh, he said, unimpeachable anthropological truth. And, fake uh, news. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> so, but it, a few decades later, they found out that the tooth... It was a peccary tooth, which is a species of a pig. You see? And so, so do you think they share all these uh, legacy of the evolution, the missing links? Do, they, do you think they talk about the, all this in the textbooks, and the science textbooks? No. The next verse says, Was it careful creation or magical moss that founded the galaxy? Is chance generation a cosmetic gloss, a bod before majesty? So it's a dirty dance before majesty. It's everything by chance. Some evolutionists will to believe is unfriendly to fact it appears. As Dubois with his Java man proved he was half a man, cozening 30 years. So you remember who Dubois he found uh, the missing link again, <laughs> and he got his professorships and all his honorariums. And uh, it turned out that uh, he he uh, hid the fact that uh, in the that pile of bones there was also some uh, uh, monkey bones. They were eating like the 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 humans were in there, but apparently they were throwing also other stuff that they were eating in that same pile. And so, but he he hid that fact. For, for 30 years, and it, it grew, he just drew him unsettled in his mind, he, you know, uh, for, for 30 years. And um, the, the last verse says, It's a god of creation, not magical moss, that sees from eternity and blind evolutions, a Ptolemaic foss, no river of truth we see. So a foss would be, it's a stagnant ditch, or that a man-made ditch full of stagnant water, and not no river of truth, we see. And then you hear, you hear the song, it just goes up into nothing, just disappears into nothing, very high at the end of the song. And but um, the, some evolutionists will, to, it's a, and blind evolution's a Ptolemaic foss. So Ptolemaic was the science view of how the galaxy worked. Ptolemaic, the universe was, they saw the sun moving and the stars moving. And, and so they said, well, the reason they're moving is because they're on clear glass spheres. <laughs> the spheres are rotating. They're painted on spheres. And so each star has on a sphere. And the sun's on a sphere. The, the earth doesn't move. Everything's on spheres. You see? So it's a blind evolution. It's a Ptolemaic foss. You see? No river of truth we see. So this is... The lyrics are so... So... Uh, really make you think on this song. The Ballad of the Magical Moss. So I'm going to work my way over to the piano. Was it careful creation or magical moss that brought this great world to be? Which explanation I am at a loss can open our eyes to see? Oh, the pale down man was 
was a messy link the sevens and textbooks said but it turned out hooks on never died folks evolved from some baboon's joining us today at the property therapy show we talked the news and a, a man making the news john higginbotham the god's bucket brigade and that was the ballad of the magical moss by ralph sheffield my father so i have the property therapy gavel in my hand and we'll say radiotherapy court adjourned <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>